And we're back. We're back. Every time you do that, I want to be like, we're back on Disney Channel. And then you like wave the wand. Dun, 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 dun. Was that how it goes? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Disney. That's not. Well, that wasn't that it. That wasn't it. No. Okay. All right. Well, we're back. We're podcasting. Uh, it's a day later than we typically podcast. It is. We, we kind of had a wild couple of days here lately. It was a crazy weekend. Like Sunday. Well, first off, you were out of town this weekend. I was, so nothing got done. <laughs> Not a thing got done. I shot a wedding this weekend. Um, with a camera. With, with Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we had a big Sunday. We did. Uh, we had, uh, first and foremost, we had Amplify on Sunday night. Well, uh, that was <laughs> second, uh, second on the docket, we had a Crossroads graduation. Mm-hmm. Uh, third, we had a... Fundraiser. A fundraiser luncheon from Burgers and Blues, and uh, it was it was a big deal. Yeah, it, there it was. Were, there were a lot of plates sold. Lots of plates. Oh, yeah. Lots of orphans in Bangladesh <laughs> getting barbecue money. <laughs> barbecue money. I'd helping them out. You that know. sounds like a... That sounds like a rapper. Yeah. But like, like a southern rapper. Yeah. Barbecue, barbecue money. money. <laughs> hey. All right. And then. No. <laughs> no. Fourth, we had our lead pastor candidate, one Mr. Nathan Everett Hughes. In is the, that his middle name? I don't know, but it is now. Nathan John. What does he, John, what does he look like? What does he look like? I, oh, what, like his, what does his middle name look like? Evelyn. Evelyn? Nathan Evelyn Hughes. <laughs> Like after his like grandmother or something. That would be kind of sweet. Yeah. Anyway, Nate what's, was here. What's your grandmother's name? My grandmother's Dewell. Like D, I I may be wrong, but I think it is D apostrophe W E L L. And if that <laughs> ain't some Arkansas stuff, <laughs> that's what I was about to say. That's Arkansas. It's like where is Timmy? He's in Dewell. <laughs> but she is a sweet lady, and I love her. What about your other grandma? Um, well, that was my great grandma, and oh. she's still kicking. Oh, okay. You know, we, your great grandma is still kicking. Uh, yeah. How old is she? I don't know. I don't know these things. Oh my goodness! Yeah. My, my great grandma died when I was like five. You and know, she was old. I wonder if Nate's great grandma. <laughs> I don't know. We just okay. need to get back on. Yeah. So Nate was here Sunday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my grandma's name is Dewell. <laughs> And uh, he did a great job. He was here. We got to meet he and his family. And uh, it was a lovely morning, yeah? It really was, yeah. The, the place was packed out. Standing room only. <laughs> yeah, we he were like br- with he, pulling out chairs. Yeah, he rolls deep. He brought a crew. He did, you know? yeah. I, yeah, it was, uh, I felt like it was one of those like, hey, hire me. <laughs> I'll bump your numbers. I don't know. <laughs> like he, he brought a crew with him. It was good. Uh, good time. We got to meet him and his family and a lot of his friends, and it was nice to see them come out and support him. That was really, really fun. And uh, he uh, gave a talk on John 1. Yeah. Um, and John 1, if my memory serves, 1 through 3. Mm-hmm. Talking about the Word and the Word being God. Was God, God was with God. I, this verse is always like... <laughs> I was telling some people earlier, like, I, I remember I read this for the first time when I was, like, 17. Yeah. And I... It's a great time to start reading. <laughs> yes, to start reading yeah. the Bible. <laughs> and I, like, met up with my mentor, and I was like, what the heck does this mean? It's confusing. Like, I, I don't even know. 
yeah yeah there's a there there's a little bit of a theological complexity that goes with this but nate did a good job and uh you know to be honest we could talk for forever about this passage this is one of those that uh i mean you can go all the way back to the beginning of the book with this right right the word was was with in the beginning uh, was the word you're like well we'll turn back to page one what do you mean was the word yeah exactly so we could do that all day uh if you have questions about this i would encourage you to pause Go to the podcast before this and listen to Nate's talk on it, and you will get the help you need there. Or, you know, email Avery S at <laughs> no, I, TV. Yeah, because I I know all all about this. Yeah, yeah. So, but for now, I think probably the best way to go with this discussion, you can tell we're doing this on the fly, is we know that Nate kind of wound up in this place uh where he was talking about um, human connection coming out of this. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I think really resonates with our people. Um, And so we know that for sure because we got feedback on it. And so like, wow, that sounded a lot like us. And I love that. Um, And so Nate, if you go back and listen to his talk, he talks about um, some things that he experienced in life, um, some things that were pretty hard. But the reason that he made it through as well as he did was because he has a twin brother, Nick, and they went through it together. Hmm. Um, and we both agreed, you know, kind of just chatting before coming into this podcast that, you know, that is very vertical and that is a beautiful thing. Like that point of human connection and how growth in Jesus comes from that human connection is uh, is legitimate. And it's something that doesn't get talked about a lot in church. And so I was glad that he went there um, with John 1, that he found his way there in John 1. Um, and so I'm, I'm curious. I thought maybe we could do this. D- tell me a little bit about your experience with this, where maybe a relationship or a human connection has helped grow you over the years and has kind of helped lead you into being the, um, the person that you are now. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I've mentioned this a few times on the podcast, but I'll go a little more in depth, but just kind of like a little background of me and a little bit of my story. Who is Avery? <laughs> Who am I? Who is Avery? <laughs> that is the question. Mm. Um, but growing up for me, I was compared to everyone that I was around I kind of felt like I was a weird kid I like I had different interests than other people um I I rode horses I liked different music and that was just you're a you're a weird combo (laughs) it is a weird combo I I appreciate that about you but emo music and like (laughs) jumping horses it's not necessarily a yeah it's not a one-two punch and but also photography yeah it's a weird mix it makes you you now as a 20 something year old but I can imagine how at 13 right yes yeah Yeah, it's very yeah I just and I'm still figuring I was at this time still figuring out things for myself and so you know of course I'm all over the place but um so I just I was never someone who had just a plethora of friends and my um sister was she's three years older than me and she was she really had no problems in that department like she was Mm. She was captain of the dance team, and she was a straight-A student, and just... What's, you what's your sister's name? Bailey. Shouts to Bailey. Shout out to Bailey. We love you, Bailey. <laughs> um, yes, I love you too, Bailey. <laughs> Go ahead. I made it sound like I... Okay, anyways. Sorry. Um, and so I I got picked on because, I, you know, I'm, I was different, and then I just... That caused a lot of questions for me, thinking something was wrong with me, and... Um, 
that just that led into a lot of things for me trying to trying to change myself to fit in um like i i tried to kind of do the same things that my sister did Um, i wasn't a straight a student i wasn't i i was kind of i was very adhd so i wasn't like the most well-behaved kid in class and just just things like that and um so that just like among like other circumstances in my life it just led into me just really questioning myself and like who i am and um just my purpose and that that just led into a lot of like depression for me and struggled with a lot of things with that and um I was just like really lonely and really dark and I just had no sense of self and I didn't want anything to do with God I didn't want anything to do with religion or any of that but I like was still kind of playing that part like I was still going to church no one really knew all, all of that but um we had hired at our church, it, it was a pretty big student ministry, but we'd hired um, a girls minister, and um, I started playing in the band around this time. Like this is when I had kind of started picking up piano. Yeah. Um, and she kind of like took me under her wing, and um, I don't know. I guess one night, I, I don't know what led me to do this, but I texted her and was just like, "Hey, things are really tough for me right now." Um, if you wouldn't mind just like praying for me, which I really have no idea why I did that. Like that's not something that I was like really turning to, but, um, but she had responded and was like, Hey, yeah, like, let's talk about it. Let's get, let's get lunch tomorrow. And so, um, we did, we met up at lunch the next day. What did you eat? We went to Logan's. <laughs> Logan's Steakhouse. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why we went there. But Home of every prom date ever. <laughs> right. Go ahead. And um, I just, I don't know. I, I remember thinking like I was going to make up something and something small and not really tell her everything that was going on. Um, but I don't know. We got there and I did. I just opened up and f- like for the first time ever. And she really pushed me towards Christ, but in a very organic way. Like she wasn't just like, Avery, you're doing all these like stupid things. (laughs) Like, let me hit you over the head with a Bible. Like, um, it was very organic. Like at first she was just someone who listened and asked questions and then it kind of just built off from there. And then just from having that relationship with her, it, um, I, I saw how she lived her life and how difficult things in her life, how she had kind of used her faith to navigate those things. And then eventually that rubbed off on me and that, you know, she's just a good influence. And so eventually that, that's what that looked like for me is I was like, okay, I, I don't have anywhere to turn to, like, this is what I'm going to turn to. But really just after that though, it was like the consistency and the like, cause things weren't just like magically better after that. I was 16 years old and I'm still struggling with all things were not getting better at 16. (laughs) No. Um, like I'm, I was struggling with all of these things I struggled with for years. But, but at that point you have a person, right? Why, why do you think it is? And I'll, I'll talk in a second, but I am curious, like looking at that, like I've never been a 16 year old girl, (laughs) but I have to imagine it's pretty similar to some things that I've experienced. And I've, I've wondered like, why is it that, you know, 
even God expects us to have this person that we, why is it that we need this personification of someone emulating Jesus, Mm. even though we have the Holy Spirit inside of us? Like, I, I think I didn't know that for so long that like, it is not enough just to have this relationship with Jesus. He designed us to have these people yeah. in our lives, you know? I think it's just putting it in a way that's relatable to us, you know, and seeing something that's actually feasible and something to model ourselves after, you well, know? In the, in the most simple form, I mean, like... <laughs> the word became flesh like god did that with jesus he sent his son right to be a person yes to show us how to live to relate to us exactly you know because yeah. we i don't know this is something that i like have thought about a lot like we as humans cannot comprehend god like but that's why he gave us jesus is because that is something tangible and physical that we could understand yeah you know yeah it's a uh yeah, because I think if not, we're still, you know, floating around in a lot of the confusion that we see in the Old Testament. You know, the Old Testament is very ambiguous. And, yes. <laughs> Just whacking my mic. <laughs> the Old Testament is very ambiguous in a lot of ways, and it's it's really beautiful how once we get to the New Testament, after Jesus shows up, simplification is kind of written in. Like, it's, yes. it's almost like things become a lot more simple when you have a physical person. I think God was just like, these people are idiots, so I need to, like, spell this out. Well, well and you know that it was all part of his plan right. that eventually he was going to have to send his son. But, you know, things become way more simple, you know, once we get into the New Testament. Though I love that about your story. You know, that's one. I think that's one thing that we probably connected on pretty early is that you have a similar, um, I don't know, affinity to the story of like mentorship as yeah. I do. That mm-hmm. has been a big part of both of our stories. Yeah. And I, yeah. I really love that. I mean, uh, one of the first conversations that you and I had after your joining the staff was about Haley mm-hmm. and, and the role that she played in your yeah. life. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. How, what about you? How is that? Shown up for you. Yeah, I think human connection has shown up in a few ways for me. Um, it's, it, and it's propelled me in my life in yeah. a few different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was young, uh, in a similar situation to yours, it was a, it was a, a man taking interest in me. Um, part of my story is that my dad was, um, you know, my, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a story like a lot of people whose dads, like, abandoned them. It wasn't anything like that, but my dad traveled for work, and he was gone for an extended period of time. And so, um, you know, it was, I needed a person, you mm-hmm. know. I needed an older guy to show interest in me and, and kind of teach me some things that I just did not know. And thank God that it was someone whose life was centered on Jesus, mm-hmm. you know. And so his name was Stephen. Um, and if you've been around Vertical, you've definitely heard me talk about him. Yeah. Uh, because he played such a huge, and is continuing to play such a huge role in my life. Mm-hmm. If I have questions, even as an almost 30-year-old guy now, I still call him, you know. Yeah. Um, and so that was a big part of it. In recent years, um, you know, that human connection. And I, I talk a lot about mentorship um, I talk a lot about, y'all always hear me uh, mention Mastery by Robert Greene, but there's a chapter there <laughs> dedicated to mentorship. Um, and when I think about that sort of mentorship, I always think about Ben Derrick. Mm. Um, you know, I'm, I learned so much from Ben about the freedom that we have in the way that we are able to read the Bible. 
I think before I met Ben, I always viewed the Bible as very black and white, um, very, um, very much so in a box, I guess. Yeah. And I love the imagination that Ben Derrick uh, uses to approach the Bible mm-hmm. and to look for practical answers in this book that's thousands of years old. And, uh, and he really changed the way that I see scripture, I yeah, guess, yeah. more so than any seminary professor ever, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so uh, when it comes to like mentorship and human connection, uh, he's, on, he's very high on the list for me for sure. as far as people who have impacted the way that my daily walk with Jesus now goes, yeah. you know? It's, it's interesting, like, I'll think about some of the, I guess, like we're just wired for for human connection like we are not meant to do life alone and like I think back to the the darkest times in my life um and usually what is missing is people around me yeah you know supporting me and and just people to talk like um when things are hard like I went through a really hard time like two years ago and I would not have survived it if I didn't have people around me, you know, it's just, it's necessary. Yeah, it is. And I think that that understanding, like you said, that we are wired that way, Mm -hmm. um, also points us to this beautiful truth that, uh, that Nate kind of mentioned on Sunday, you know, and, and he had a lot of ground to cover with John one. I mean, you get, like I said, you do that for forever, (laughs) but you mentioned this aspect of God that is relational. Um, and so like, yes, we need people who are pointing us that way and who are holding accountable and, and mentoring us when we're young and all of that. Um, but it is a really beautiful point too, that God himself is relational, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, even when we look far back into scripture where the first implications of this passage take place, it is God making space for us in this chasm that was just him, Mm. you know, like in the very beginning with just God. Yeah. But he, and so when you think about that, if God is infinite and he's in this big space all to himself, for him to build this world that contained people that he wanted to be in relationship with, he had to make that in that place where he already existed. And so there's already the sacrifice of God in the beginning to create us, but it's because he's relational and he wanted that relation with us. Mm. Um, It's really beautiful. You could probably do a whole series on this, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe he'll come in and run it for a few months. Who knows? Yeah. He can go crazy. They're probably tired of hearing from me by, the, <laughs> by now. No, we've got a My Story Matters this week, though. We do, and I am stoked. Yeah. I, uh, I You know, I feel like a lot of people at Vertical don't know Rosalind yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I had never met her until... She's awesome. Yeah, she's she was really cool. I enjoyed Yes, filming uh, it. we got a bit of a sneak peek. We we were there for the filming and all that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not to get too ahead, but I'll, I'll shout Rosalind out because usually there are a lot of uh, questions that go into helping people tell their stories. Mm-hmm. Boy, Rosalind was ready out the gate. You the said, game. tell us about yourself. And she went. Boom. <laughs> it was done. And so that was the only question we needed. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we can save that for next week. Yeah. But I'm excited. I know you're excited. Yes. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Recommends, oh, recommend. Oh no, no wrong one. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> Ask us anything. Shark bait. Uh, ooh ha. Uh, okay. So okay. wait, this is Ask Us Anything? Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm still getting the hang of this. I'm <laughs> It's been the same. Dude, I came template. in I came in confident too. I was ready. <laughs> 
Okay. All right. Oh, uh, we'll just jump right into it. Come on, lay it on me. Okay. Simple, I actually am not ready for this one. At simple all. question, but also it's kind of a loaded question. Okay. How? Well, this is in past tense, but we can do it present. How? It says, "How did you feel about where you grew up? How do you feel about where? You how grew up? How do I feel currently about where I grew up? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is interesting because neither of us are from Mississippi. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want me to go first? Yeah. You yeah. You got it. Great. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Bill Clinton. Great guy. Uh, Arcan- okay. So first off, where did you grow up? I grew up in Arkansas and that was the joke. Bill Clinton's probably the most famous person. I don't know. Maybe Johnny Cash. He was from Arkansas. Mm. He's pretty famous. But we can start with that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The most uh, famous person. <laughs> What's the capital? Little, little Rock. Rock. Little Rock. Uh, so I grew up in a little town um, kind of just outside Hot Springs, Arkansas. That's probably the closest people will know. I've found that people here vacation in Hot Springs, which is weird for me. Because there's an amusement like, park there, right? There is. It's a national park. They're beautiful. Like, like I get it. Yeah. Okay. But growing up there, it didn't really. I mean, you just like we bought groceries there. You know, like it was <laughs> that was our drive into town. Yeah, like pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> load up the pickup. So like we anyway. actually went to Hot Springs on staff retreat. Oh, um, we did two year years ago. ago. Two years ago. Oh, two years ago. A year ago. Something, Something like, that. like that. It was lovely. <laughs> yeah. Great Airbnb. It was a great time. time. It was a great time. Uh, So, okay, how do I feel now about where I grew up? Okay. What what was it like? Like, what was, what did you do for fun? You know, I was the typical, like, I played sports. I played all the sports. Uh, I, um, you know, we. The schools, the people. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was probably pretty similar to Mississippi in a lot of ways. Um, Very simple folks. Um, I actually enjoy that. Um, I miss Arkansas because of the, um, like you said, like uh, state parks, national park. Yeah. Like we had the a Buffalo River closed. Outdoor stuff too. There's a lot of like hiking and there's a lot of um, just beautiful rivers and active and, and outdoors. Act- yeah. yeah. So I grew up with a lot of that. Uh, we grew up uh, on the edge of the Ross Foundation, which is outside like the hot springs like national art or, or like the Washtenaw mountains mm. you know so like Washita. we just we just had all of this land just to play on you know and like it was one it was we would be gone all day you know on like dirt bikes and four wheelers and like just be gone all day and you would show up at the end of the day and it was like all right i guess we'll eat you know it was like we were never inside we had lake de gray right behind our house and we would yeah. fish and swim yeah, what was your like childhood home like Oh man, it was this horribly ugly yellow brick house. Uh, that's and it was like yellow brick. It was yellow brick. Like it was painted yellow, or it was just yellow brick? No, it was yellow brick. And I lived. I stayed in this like crazy Harry Potter add-on to the back of the house. <laughs> You're so, like the kid from um, Cheaper by the Dozen. Yeah, you know, kind the, of. The yeah, weird right, one with, yeah. the, with the like frog. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> so like there was the house, and then they had added on like a laundry room and another bathroom and then up above that was a room that was my bedroom Mm. and uh yeah it was awesome I guess (laughs) I loved living there yeah uh do your parents still live there no my folks live in Memphis now um I'm trying to think like I actually loved growing up in Arkansas yeah I think looking back you know you probably probably like here it's hard to find um 
diverse opinions on things. Yep. So I had a lot of learning to do as I got older that, hey. It's a bubble. Not it, a bubble a is bubble. a great word. Yeah. Not everyone views things exactly the way that you view them mm-hmm. and that's okay. You know, I, yeah. I didn't necessarily get that growing up there. But I love Arkansas. I think it's so. Beautiful. You'd say it's like you're fond of your hometown. For sure. Yeah. 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 I think it's. I think it's lovely. Yeah. Sure. What about you? You grew up south. <laughs> Little south of Arkansas. Little south. You know, it's funny because you talked about the Washita Mountains and the Washita River, and that's exactly where um, I'm from. It's like right off the Washita River, West Monroe, Louisiana. Yeah. Um, Home of uh, Duck, Duck Dynasty. Dynasty. Yeah. That's. <laughs> West Monroe has changed a lot over the years, especially since I've lived in Mississippi for the past, I don't know, seven years. Yeah. Um, but the culture is the same. Just the actual place has changed a lot. It's it's kind of grown. And, like, of course, the, like, the cool coffee shops come mm-hmm. after, I, <laughs> after I move. Same. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, West Monroe, I was ready to leave West Monroe when I was, I mean, it was, of course, your classic, like, emo You're teenager. So <laughs> like, I'm so ready to get out of yeah, this you've town. You've been listening to My Chemical Romance <laughs> right. and went to Mississippi College. <laughs> <laughs> like, an hour and a half away. <laughs> That's okay. No judgment here. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, I think it's nostalgic. I mean, as in anyone's hometown is, like, it's home of West Monroe High School, and like, I'm telling you, this West Monroe High School was like, they're like state champs every year in football. Oh, okay, gotcha. And so, like, these games are a Intense. big deal. Have you been back to have, a game? Have you been back to your high school since you graduated? Like inside of it? I mean, I've, to I've, on the grounds. Mm, uh, yes, once. I don't and think I ever went back. I went, I was visiting home and um, my parents convinced me to go to a game one, like I was probably like a senior in, high, uh, in college. So this is great. I could talk about this all day. I know we have limited time, but I do have one. This okay. is a great question okay. based on hometowns. What is your favorite meal to eat when you're back in your hometown? Okay. So, okay. There's two. Okay. We recently just got one of these in Gluckstadt. Oh, I already know. <laughs> Johnny's Pizza. You have hyped up Johnny's Pizza so <laughs> but much. But I need you guys to know that this is a West Monroe original pizza so place. So, like, it felt like home was coming to you. Yes, but, like, Johnny's Pizzas were, like, only in West Monroe when I was a kid. And so, like, it was, like, a novelty of, yeah. of West Monroe. But now, like, I'm, they somehow ended it's up in chain. Mississippi. They're, they're around Louisiana, too. I, I don't know if they're in other states, but... Um, but they built like the big Johnny's Pizza in yeah. West Monroe. It's like it is huge. <laughs> it is so big, um, and everyone goes there after football games. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, that's not something I would do now because I didn't peak in high school. But it's hopefully. it's nice memories. But <laughs> I don't know if you back to Denver. I hope I didn't peak in high school. <laughs> I've seen those pictures of Dance Avery, and I think <laughs> no goodness gracious. But okay, so I'm thinking about my favorite. Yeah, and it's tough, man. Like it is, it's hard to pick a favorite. 
Is it like an original spot to So the place that comes This place that comes to mind that I'm thinking about. I don't know that it's actually my favorite. But there was a Mexican place called Hope. Oh, of course. It's always a Mexican place. Well, it was called Here's the thing. I'm not hating on it. I know. I love Mexico. I don't even Mexican. know if it was the best, but there was it's nostalgic. Yes. There's a place called Jose's off of Lake Hamilton in Hot Springs that we went almost every week you know i mean it was ridiculous and to this day when my dad drives through arkansas he will send me pictures of food from there like it's still where he goes when he drives through so that's probably like if i was driving through there down highway seven like yeah scenic highway seven (laughs) like where am i stopping for lunch it's probably there yeah (laughs) yeah that was a fun one yeah good old west monroe good old West or Fun Row is what they call fun it. Row? Fun Row? Because there's Monroe and there's West Monroe and the Washita River goes in the middle. So That's funny that we but. share Washita because most people can't spell it. <laughs> Does oh. it blow your mind oh, when people, this could just be me and I'm weird and I'm not hating on anyone who's done this, mm. but does it blow your mind when people you grew up with in Arkadelphia they go off to college and then they come back to Arkadelphia? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, like yeah. I, I don't yeah, I I don't. <laughs> Maybe miss. you and I are just the same that way. Yeah, but it's it's hard to imagine, uh, because you know it's not like Madison where people live for forever, mm-hmm. and it's lovely. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Because like I don't know, West Monroe gets really old after like two days. You know, you see everything. I think in it's like part of days. growing up there too, though. Yeah, you know yeah. that's just part of the vibe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Good segment. Wait, so now can we go to recommends? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Bye. Recommends, recommends. Ooh. I need everyone to know we just like snapped. At exactly the same time. Based off of intuition. Yeah, we didn't count it down. Yeah, I said we're going to look at each other and snap when it feels right. It just proves we're both filled with the Holy Spirit, (laughs) you know? Okay, so we are to recommends. Mm, And what are we recommending, Austin? Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. I recommend that you take the time out of your day. Actually, out of your week. This is probably a weekly hobby, okay? Hobby. I recommend that you take the time to actually build out a solid playlist. Oh. Because here's the thing. There are people who are Mm. album people, and there are people who are like... There's a method to making playlists, Well, that's this is what I'm about to say, is like, there... There are people who are album people and they just listen to an album when it comes out. And that's fine. I also do that from time to time. But there is something beautiful about a perfectly curated playlist (laughs) that really ebbs and flows with your mood. You know what I'm saying, though? I have a playlist (laughs) on Spotify right now. That is just songs that are in the key of E. Yeah. Okay, well, you're a bit of an extreme. But she's not a good case study. <laughs> it's awesome. But you know what I mean, though, okay? Yeah. Oh, of course. I'm, like, yeah. Like, I'm, I was like, yeah, yes. you're a deep feeler. But I'm not necessarily. Yeah. But even still, I really love the feeling of having a perfect playlist. Yes. For, for each some, mood. Okay. The, uh, the weather, the time of the year. I thought about this because, okay, so... 
was it last week that we recommended taking a vacation? Mm-hmm. I took a little road trip this weekend yeah. with uh, the boys and including my including your my dear husband. husband Dalton. And we went and mountain biked. It was a great time. It was lovely. But the most annoying part of the whole freaking weekend is there was no playlist for the car. Oh. We kind of just kept spitballing music, and at one point, freaking Morgan Wallen showed oh, up. No, on the, was that who was? I think it was your husband. I know. Yeah, was, I, which he, he can't do that at home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't allow it. There are plenty of people on Dalton's side that are listening so. to this. It's it's fine. I, I really have nothing against him. Uh, but it, it did annoy me that, that we hadn't put together a playlist yeah. for this drive. <laughs> so here's it's, it's hard whenever you have because all of y'all are so different from each Dude, other. Our music taste is could like, not be like when Chris Grote, Zach, the production dude, and I went to Lyft. We were all adding songs to Chris the playlist. Chris Grote is, was great about that. And it could not be more different. Chris Grote was great about wanting to put together a playlist for a for trip, the trip. And he would let you add Adds, to it. Yeah. yeah. So there's something for everybody. Okay. So with that being said, what is the um, what is the go-to like playlist for you when you leave work? We're about to leave work. Okay. We're, we're going to shut these mics off. We're going <laughs> to... Throw them in a bin. It's only one o'clock. It's not time to leave yet. Oh my gosh, I thought we'd been here for forever. <laughs> Never mind, we're not leaving for a while. But clearly, I'm looking forward to it. So, what is your go to playlist for when you leave? Do you have one that like you're going to immediately go to when you. So, I kind of do this thing with playlists where I add to it over the weeks and it doesn't have a name. It's just like right now it is my playlist number 56. Is it public or private? It's private. Okay. And then it's just kind of what I'm currently listening to, listening to. And then when I just feel like it's done with, I will name it and make it public. Oh. But it's usually just whatever I'm currently. How many songs does it typically boil down to? Um, I used to be the kind of person where I wanted at least 80 songs on the playlist, mm. but I've kind of... I don't know. Now it's more about like 20. Yeah. Maybe more or less, give or take, depends. I, I get that. I have saw, I have playlists for particular things. So like I will have a playlist uploaded on my Garmin for when I run. Mm-hmm. And like usually I listen to a podcast, but like this morning a podcast was not doing it on my run. <laughs> I needed my heart rate higher than that. Oh. Right. So we so we went over to a playlist. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a playlist for workouts. I have a playlist for, uh, like, writing and studying. Right. You yeah. know, like. I definitely have the playlist for the moods, too. Sometimes they're, like, very specifically named. Like, I literally have a throwback playlist called The Parking Lot of West Monroe High School. Okay. <laughs> this is funny. I have a playlist called Highway 84 East, which was where my address was. That we were talking about with the ugly like the yellow dry- brick house. Yeah. <laughs> wow, full circle. Golly. <laughs> and it's like songs that I listened to when I was in high school. Oh yeah. So who's th- on there? Give me one. Oh gosh, I would need to look at it. <laughs> Let's see what's on here. I don't. What, what would be on yours? Oh my God, there's <laughs> there's no telling what's on that playlist. Actually. Let's see. I've got daughter on there. Oh. <laughs> um, some Coldplay, some Bonnie Vare. Um, um, 
some 21 pilots. I was talking about Ben Derrick earlier. He loved Bon Iver. Okay, oh, yes. we got we got to quit talking yeah, about yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. We could go deep down this whole I know. Hole. I could talk about all my playlists. Okay. But. We recommend playlists. Yes, make don't, a playlist. Don't be an album person. Be a, be a playlist person. I mean, you can appreciate an album. But do it with the point of taking those songs off of those albums and putting them on your playlist. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. All right, Vertical. Well, we love you. We'll see you next week. Well, do we ever figure out what our sign-offs are going to be? Uh, Yeah. Hopefully it, it's better than what mine was. Yeah, it went something like this. <laughs>